Okay, with Andre Mera, A Dangerous Gamble is the TV pilot winner at our festival. Uh, I'm just going to give the synopsis because I'm actually very curious about this script because you pulled it off. It's a great script. It's a great TV pilot. So I'm going to mm -hmm. say the synopsis. A woman with mental health issues, pressured by the insults of her own mother, attempts to stage the kidnapping of her, of her own daughter to prove she can make money, but the stunt goes wrong. So that's a that's a protagonist or that's a main character that that's hard to like, but you pull it off. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, well, first of all, hello. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. Uh, it's the first time that I participate in like one of these podcast things about about film. I've been I've been uh, an active uh, follower and fan of film for a long time now, pretty much ever since I was six, seven, eight. Uh, and regarding this particular script, um, yes, I think the ultimately the the goal here is to create a character, the protagonist Amanda, uh, or Amanda, if you will, um, who is yes hard to like because she's a character whose motivations um, are or not her motivations, but like her actions are incredibly hard to agree with because we're talking about the deliberate staging or deliberate faking of a crime and yeah. what she does can actually be seen as a crime her own uh, daughter all, yeah her own daughter yes yeah. and not only that but even before that she jumps into drug trafficking and she jumps into other illegal things uh and ultimately the reason why this character resonates so much with me in particular and i think hopefully with other with audiences alike is the fact that the motivations for what she's doing are not exactly agreeable but understandable in the way that she is driven by this incessant need to prove herself that she's not useless or she's not a, she's not a weight in, in the lives of everyone around. Capitalism is some, as a system that we live that is has that effect to some people. I, I speak to myself in my case, but I, I suffer from some mental health issues. And sometimes I have a, a feeling that, you know, if I if I didn't know the way that things are in the world, would I be able to survive? Because would would people be aware that someone like me struggles to come up with all the things that maybe I would have a right to um, if if we weren't in a capitalistic world? I'm tr I, I think I'm making it confusing. What I mean okay. is that uh, what I'm trying to say is basically. Capitalism makes us all have to earn what what we need to survive. I think a world like us, like ours, needs a little bit more solidarity. And Amanda, I think, is a perfect personification of that. She is so obsessed about the idea that she needs to profit because she needs to make money because her own mother calls her useless, calls her uh, mentally handicapped and all those things. Yeah. Um, and... This affects her so much that she literally commits crimes to earn money. Her own motivation is uh, there are people who commit crimes always with the motivation of earning money, but her motivation is extra personal. Um, you don't usually see people so driven by the fact that, but that they need to make money because they can't go to work. Amanda can't, she can't work. She's chronically depressed. Um, and she... Uh, her doctor has diagnosed her with with, uh, with chronic depression, and she cannot she cannot legally work. And so, 
Her way to, to go around this is by staging the kidnapping of her daughter, selling drugs. Uh, and ultimately, her wish is to just prove her mother and prove everyone else that have mocked her and have called her um, called her all sorts of things for being unable to, to exercise any profession. Uh, her goal is to prove those people wrong. But because the stunt goes wrong in the end, she basically just digs herself into a deeper hole. And I think that's basically what the show is about. The show is about the consequences of the world that we live in. Yeah, no, 100%. So then, so it starts with their mentor or the person that was in charge of her of her upbringing, her mother. Her, her mother's messed up. And then she has this sense of like that she needs a sense of accomplishment. And there's also the alienation of basically of like someone who needs help but then doesn't want to like, then there's that, that ego or that pride of like, not want, not wanting, not getting help, I guess. Right. Where she needs, this woman obviously needs help from an outside source professional, get her mom's influence out of her head. Right. And so she doesn't do that. So therefore there's that like kind of isolation that she sets up for herself. And then that, that's like a domino effect. And that's what you, that's what your, that's what your script's all about, I guess. Right. Exactly. Yes. My script is entirely about, creating, in this case, the, the pilot episode is ultimately about creating this, as you described it, domino effect, uh, this uh, sandwich, sandwich, uh, random word, uh, this um, continuation of consequences that from one simple thing, one lie, or in this case, the lie originates from yeah. uh, the confrontation that she has with her mother at the beginning of the, of the, of the script, where yeah. she her husband and their daughter, the one that she ends up uh, pretending to kidnap. Um, th- those are all kid. Her family is kid is uh, kicked out of the. Fa- oh, I'm a little, I'm a little getting gacked up. Uh, let's try this again. Uh, her family and herself get kicked out of the house that they live in by her mother. Yeah. And this originates everything that the script yeah. sees unfold from that point onward. It's and also. Like you saw, I was going to yes, say yes. also too is that because her mom is such a bad mother to her, she becomes a bad mother to her own daughter as well, right? So exactly. See, yes, um, it's a cascading effect of uh, just one messed up person reflecting everything that's messed up about her on her daughter, which in in cyclic turns out to do the, exactly the same to her own daughter. Yeah. and I I am interested in. I don't know if this is spoilers, but I am interested in seeing where would I go with the future of the daughter character, assuming that she survives. We don't know that. Well, um, you want her if, to break the cycle, right? You want you want triumph with the daughter. Yes, <laughs> right? we'll see. I can even break the cycle with her own mother. Um, the ultimately, she, Amanda is the central character. Yeah. Um, but I think the interesting thing about this script would be just to see how far she would go. Or whether or not she could redeem herself before everything happens and just try to see if she can find a light at the end of the tunnel. Because yeah. ultimately, I don't, this is a, this is a very, the tone of the show is meant to be pretty dark, heavy. But oh, I it's dark already. Show, yeah. Yes. But I want the show to be hopeful. I want the show to, I want people to think about the people who they see in the show and they reflect themselves in it and they think to themselves, well, if that person was able to turn their lives around or if that person was able to get help or even if they well, the person wasn't able to get help and ended up in a very 
huge mess of a situation. Maybe they're in prison, maybe they're dead, whatever happens to these characters. I want to think to myself that I look at these characters and I think to myself, do I need help? Do I need to uh, do I need to seek out for someone in case something happens for me to feel good about myself? And unlike, I guess what I mean is that I don't want people to look at this show and feel depressed. I want people to look at the show and and act on it as a way to find hope for themselves. Get yeah. what Amanda wasn't able to get, which is help. Amanda wasn't able to get help. She dig herself into a, a huge hole. Do that for yourself. Uh, be good to yourself. Don't yeah. pressure yourself. And above all else, don't pressure yourself into being someone that you're not. I think that's something that's very important for our mental health is we pressure ourselves too much to be people who we are not. I know that feeling myself. And I think um, we need to look out for ourselves a little more. And I think we need to reach out for the help that we deserve and need. And you kind of alluded before about like this, this, the, the, the capitalistic society, I guess, about, about success and money in like, what is success? What is failure? Right. And, and so she thinks she needs to do something in this world in which like when you're, when you're got, when you have mental health issues and you're a little bit messed up, then you, like you said, she goes to extremes to, to make money, I guess. Right. So. Exactly. Yes. She definitely goes to extremes to make money and her motivation. Uh, we may look at, at her and think to, and think to ourselves, she's insane. Why the, why the hell would she do that? She's committing a crime. She's putting her daughter in danger. She's lying to everyone she knows. She's going to get arrested or dead or something worse. We don't know. Maybe her family is put in danger. And all that just because she wants to, she wants to like say gotcha to her, to her own mother. She wants to, as, as alluded in the, in the pilot, she takes a selfie with, with uh, dollar notes and sends it to her mom. That's basically a small, compact version of everything that she wants. She just wants that validation for herself. She just wants to say, you were wrong about me. I am much more useful than you think I am, and I can make money. And I think that that's just such a dehumanized form of looking at ourselves. We Our incessant need to prove everyone wrong, especially in, in a world, as, as I said, capitalistic world where we we don't have a choice but to make money for everything we we seek profit in every single thing that we do and i think that that has kind of taken the humanity out of all of us yeah um we sometimes we do desperate things just for the sake of either making a profit maybe because we need it maybe because we just want to show off or we do horrible things that end up hurting everyone around us. I think we need to look at the model that we live in and be critical of it. At least well, that's what, what the show is about. I'm assuming that the European structure is similar to the North American structure where like a company's job or a person's job is to make as much profit as possible. It is. Yes. But the 100%. Eastern philosophy is that the Eastern philosophy, like Japanese or Korea, different cultures is about is about creating jobs. So basically, it's not about making profit. It's about mm -hmm. creating as much mini jobs as possible. 
Yes. So those companies don't really make it like even you can see on their stocks, right? They they'll take quarter losses as long as they create jobs. That's their that's their version of success, right? Yes, and uh, that is a model that I think represents what we should strive for much more than the usual Western version of um, having the company whose only objective is profit seeking. Um, I I sometimes think to myself, what if we had the the good things that capitalism, which in my opinion, they're not that many, but the good things that it does have, which is usually innovation or you know, the, the ability to create competition so that everyone can strive for the best results. Yeah, Those are, in my opinion, the few good things that capitalism might have, along with, obviously, the generation of wealth. And I think, um, what if we thought about that, but instead of thinking about selfish reasons like making a profit, how about we used the resources that we have and trans did all those things like innovate for better technology and better products, generate wealth, but instead redistribute everything with the purpose of uh, improving everyone's living conditions. Yeah. I think that that would be, in my opinion, that would be the way to go. But obviously, that's not the world we live in. And I think the show is, is about yeah. criticizing. It's about that, this. yeah. You, yes, you got some interesting themes. Obviously, you got some interesting themes in your film. I think it was uh, Churchill who said, I don't know if you ever heard this quote, where he said, he said that capitalistic societies, like it's such, a, it's a horrible way to basically have a society, but it's the best society that we have. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have not. I've right. heard a lot of things about Churchill, but I have not heard that. It is an interesting quote, and I yeah. think that I I have some friends who lean, uh, who also lean left, but they lean more center left. Maybe we're getting too political. I, I apologize. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. I don't mind. Yeah. Um, we, I have some friends who say that in truth, um, more a social democracy, kind of like what the United States and my country uh, have, yeah. are is a system that perhaps functions better because it takes the good things about capitalism, the good things about socialism, and kind of mixes them together. And I can see that being true. I can understand where maybe a more anti-capitalist model, perhaps, which um, maybe not generate as much wealth, maybe living conditions would not be as high. Yeah. Um, but my understanding, I think, is that sometimes it, it depends basically on on what, what people consider living conditions to be. Yeah. Uh, I have my own my own my own thoughts on that. Sure. Um, but I try not, but it is one of the things about the, the script of this of dangerous gamble that I try not to provoke too much, is that I try not to reflect my thoughts too much to where it would turn off everyone because as much as I personally think that capitalism is, is a zero, I think that there's a substantial part of the audience who perhaps would not really, maybe the, the show would not be as accessible to everyone um, if I just went ahead and, and said everything that I want to say. Well, you, um, so it, but I understand what you're saying, but I get it, like be, be, what you look at the Scandinavian countries, which is, has a more socialistic. Yes, yes, those are that's a good example. Yes, um, like everybody gets taxed 70, 50 to seventy percent, and there's there's more social programs. Everything's clean, right? Yes, but even exactly. that's shifting. Whereas like there's like these hard right governments are coming in, right? Like look, look at yes. in the Netherlands, right? Like it's right yes. up right north of where you live, right? Populist so left, populist. They, they got this right crazy right wing. Uh, 
God, they just, they just, yes. they just put him in office, right? Yes, they did. In Italy, the same thing happened. In yeah. Hungary, the the government is is populist, far right leaning for a long time. Yeah. Even here in Portugal, and I'll uh, I'll take the moment to share what's happening here in our country. Uh, we literally just had our government fall apart, like a couple, maybe a week ago, less, little more than a week ago. Uh, our main government, which was led in majority by our socialist party, which is actually our center left party. Um, that that uh, our prime minister resigned because of a controversy surrounding corruption. Uh, and in a couple months from now, in March, we will be going into uh, electoral uh, elections once again. Gotcha. And um, and I have a feeling and I think a lot of people do that the populist far right will increase uh, in, in considering that we had elections Two years ago, yeah, we were supposed to have. It's supposed to be four in four years, but we had two years ago, um, and um, the the far right increased back then, and it's going to increase again yeah. because corruption charges are afloat with the government. People are scared because of immigration, xenophobia, basically, um, and I think a lot of people are upset with the way that things are. I personally don't agree with the rise of populism and the far right. Um, though I can see why people would be understandably upset about the way that things are. I just think that we have better solutions than the ones that sure. they have to government. But you see it happening, right? Like it's it's rampant all over, like in South America. It's like not just in Europe and obviously the States, like recently with mm -hmm. Trump, right? Like basically yes, with there's a reason why the this that kind of populist far right agenda ideology is becoming popular is because people are fed up right they they don't trust the yes. government and they they basically want and they 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 want freedom they want they want less regulation right so yes i think that's that's basically oh and by the way i i did not notice this but this is our president i'm actually this right here is our 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 national president yeah. um but yes um that is indeed the case um i think that usually the the increase of sentiments that are xenophobic and racist and all that by nature usually come to do with something that's just not fully functioning about society. But the issue is that this in turn leads to even worse issues in our society, because do we really want a society that is discriminatory and uh, uninclusive? I think it would probably best not for that to be the case. Um, and I think that ultimately all of these issues boil down to the the structure of our the structure of our society. And I think that the issue one of the issues with capitalistic society is that the people in power and the people who have historically been in power don't want that power to be retrieved from them. Uh, and I think that in a world in which people accept to share power rather than keep everything to themselves, it would be a step forward. Uh, in a world that's more inclusive and less um, less restrictive and, le and less discriminatory. And I think that is one of the things that I wish that this show sends, um, among the many things that I wish the show does for people is, I think, I hope it um, it is able to send a message of equality and and respect to everyone. So, yeah. yeah. No, it's a really great script. I'm um, congratulations. I hope it's doing Thank well. You. Like Thank uh, you. on the, besides our festival, it's getting other rewards because it's uh, it's got it's you're 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 touching on interesting th themes, but it's also well written at the same time. And I think that people yeah. will respond to it. 
Uh, I'm glad it was well written. I thought it was going to be one of my. I I I like to think my English isn't too bad, but I was afraid that it was going to be a little messy with the grammar and things like that. Gotcha. So I'm glad I'm glad it worked out fine. So thank you for for the kind reception and so, thank but, you for awarding thank you for awarding the script by the way. So you're you're so uh, I'm I'm assuming Portuguese is your first language. Yes, yes, and mother language. I speak English decently ever since. Um, six, seven years old. I have a mild understanding of Spanish, but my mother language is Portuguese, and it's the only one that I'm native slash really fluent at. English, I think that I'm generally fluent, but um, not perfect. I would say. But you don't have any. You don't have an accent, though. You don't like so your like so your pitch is very profound. Like your English. Like I, being, <laughs> yeah. uh, maybe that's because the Portuguese people don't really have much of an accent compared to like Spanish people and. German people who have more of a profound English accent. Uh, my accent, I think, is more just uh, uh, normal European, you would say. But uh, again, I'm glad that I'm able to speak it correctly as much as I can. Well, congratulations on the script. It was, like I said, I love what you're touching on. I hope it, I wish you the ultimate best with it. And, Thank you so uh, much. And let's keep in touch. Let me know how it goes. Thank you. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, Shlemiel. Come on.